Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Sorry in Advance. I am your host, Delaney Dewey. And this week, I think everyone's been waiting for this guest. We've talked about her literally every single episode. And I finally was able to come and record with her. Hi, Nicole. Hello. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It's been a fun day. How's it, though? You've just driven, like, five hours. I was stressing out on the interstate for no reason. Well, that's because you're on the interstate in Nebraska. Yeah. I was okay down here. I was like, Kansas interstate is way different. I love I-70. I-70 is the best. Yes, for sure. Well, how's your trip? Fun. Yeah? I'm not convinced. Well, I saw a lot of cops. Like, a lot. That's unfortunate. And I didn't see many on the interstate, but there were a lot on, like, the highways. Yeah. And... I would be speeding, not like an incredible amount, but like five miles over the speed limit. Mm-hmm. And they would just look at me and go on. And I was like, you guys, pull me over. Yeah. Uh, one time I was driving from like Imperial, Nebraska down here. And there's this little highway between two towns that I think the speed limit's really only 55. But I was definitely going like at least 70 yeah and then i turned onto the other highway where the speed limit wasn't 55 it was 60 but i was still going 70 and there was a sheriff that passed me and he just like flashed his lights at me and i slowed down and i honestly started to pull over something i was getting pulled over and gonna get arrested i i was fine he never turned around he was like listen lady slow down (laughs) also Did you put the explicit warning on this? Well, I'll put it on there when I upload it. Okay, good. (laughs) I think we can talk about the real reason I'm down here. Because I was, like, a little nervous to talk about it. And then it was like, oh, we can talk about it. Yes, we definitely can. Because the event's tomorrow. It is tomorrow. Wednesday. It's going to be uploaded Wednesday. So it's our aunt's surprise birthday party. Yes. She thinks I'm in Omaha right now. Um, she, I don't think knows anything about it. And I saw her last week, actually. And I hadn't even been thinking about the party until I saw her. And I was like, oh, no, when you leave, don't say see you next week. Because that will be a dead gift. I guess it's been like a week and a half now, but whatever. I was so nervous. I was going to bust the biscuits because... Was bad news bears. It's fine. This is going to be uploaded on her birthday. Yeah, it is. Happy birthday, Aunt Darla. I love you. Surprise. <laughs> Hi, Ralph. Ralph, get down. See, normally I have the cats, like, all up in my face when I'm recording, and now it's a Ralph, and I'm okay with it. Now you just have a human of a dog. That's okay. We love Ralph. Don't we, Ralph? Such a sweet boy. Oh, boy. So... For the past week, we've been writing down stuff in a notes app (laughs) to talk about. Because we both have ADHD. Me diagnosed, you not. Self-diagnosed. Self-diagnosed, yeah, it's fine. You're a nurse. Um, There's not a whole lot of things on this list. But should we start from the very beginning of it? Yes, for sure. So the first thing I have on this list is the pig's (laughs) AR uncle. Our baby uncle. Our baby uncle, yeah. Okay, so the pigs ate our uncle. So my dad likes to tell this story, which my dad and Delaney's mom are siblings. Um, So he tells this story about how they had to go out to feed the pigs, whatever, and they were all in the pig pen, and the pigs started getting ferocious. <laughs> and um, they all got out of the pen... Except for baby Daryl. Yeah. And he was never to be seen again. (laughs) All they found was his boots. Yeah. They just found his boots and there was nothing left of him. (laughs) They ate his teeth and everything. Uh, (laughs) I could probably also find like the video clip. And get that down and isolated. Because he tells it the best. He does. Dean and I took off running. We jumped over right. and old brother got stuck in the mud. All we found was his boots. Pigs eat the rest of him. And the best part of it is, is he tells everyone, like, new person we meet. So, like, 
when my niece and nephew were little, he starts telling them this story, and they're, like, into it, believing it. And then later down the line, they figure out the real truth about it all. Well, They believe everything Grandpa says. Yes, that's true. <laughs> and so, actually, Chastity, who was on last week... <laughs> He told her, and she was nearly in tears about this. Like, she thought the pigs really ate her uncle, and it was this whole deal. What actually happened is, unfortunately, he passed away right after birth, and I don't, he had a health defect, but yeah, it was, the pigs didn't eat our uncle no. in real life. But it's just the ongoing family joke that the pigs, in fact, ate our uncle. That and Maytag. Those are, I think, two of the biggest family jokes that we have. Yeah. Or, and Paula Dina. Paula Dina's a good one. Or when, I don't remember who was in which vehicles, <laughs> but they were going to Herndon from Culbertson, I believe. Mm-hmm. And whoever was in the vehicle behind them thought they were throwing popcorn balls at them. It was Darla. I think Darla and somebody in the front vehicle. Yes. I mean, I know Courtney was there because it was Courtney's. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then maybe my dad. I think was... our parents were in the back one. Yeah, so I don't know. Right, our dad and Dina were in the back vehicle. Well, they thought they were our dad. No, my dad. You said our dad. Oh well, edit that out. <laughs> I'm not magic pole. Yes, you are. Um. Anyway, so they're driving down the road. One vehicle's in front of the other. Things keep flying out the windows towards the other car that's behind them. And they just thought it was popcorn balls. Because I think it was around this time of year. And our family always makes popcorn balls. Yeah, that's our Halloween treat. Well, you see, they were actually Courtney's dirty diapers that were getting chucked out the window. In fact, not popcorn balls. No. <laughs> not quite. Oh my gosh. Actually ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Um, so many wild things. Oh, the Paula Dina story. I oh, love this yeah. one. So every Easter, mm-hmm. we would go spend with our aunt Darla. Mm-hmm. I think Darla's going to be like a main focus of this episode. <laughs> yeah, she just really started off strong. She really did. A lot of our stories just kind of revolve around her, too. Yes. Um... So we would all go to her house, and Easter, everyone in our family cooks. So my mom, I don't even know what she was mixing up. Probably cookies or something. Yeah, part of me wants to say it was puke in the bowl dip. Oh, it might have been. Which is, in fact, not It's puke not in the puke bowl. in the bowl. It's corn dip yeah. for normal humans. Our family's just weird. Yeah, we are. Um, But she had, like, a little handheld mixer. And we couldn't find the beaters for no. it. So ridiculous. So in return, Dina takes the hand mixer and turns it on, and then in her other hand has a spatula and starts whipping it up like it's the mixer doing it. And there's also a video of that. The quality is very poor. It is because it was it's funny. Recorded on a flip phone in like 2009 or something. Yeah, maybe even before that. Oh my gosh, probably. We were little. We were. We make an appearance in the video. Yeah, and then it looks like somebody steals me in that video because I'm like there, and then whoop, gone. I just love your dad's comment during it. He said it's a spectator sport. <laughs> he says that when we come in. Yes. And I say that in my daily life. Oh, for sure. It's like making a one-person job a two-person job. Yeah. The fun of it. It's like, well, I could definitely do this independently, but it's way more fun than that. Another person helps me. Exactly. And since I'm always like cooking and being, you know, master chef, instead of Paula Dean, it was Paula Dina. Yes. That was spooky. So my neighbors are custom harvesters, and I think they're done with harvest for the year, so they're blowing off all their combines and equipment. And that's all I've listened to all day. I'm over it. <laughs> My neighbor recently, downstairs, I believe, has been getting into screaming matches. Oh dear lord. With, I don't know if it's a human or like a video game or something. Yeah. But just, 
I think it's one o'clock on the dot. He just starts screaming. It's like, dude, shut up. Can you hear what he's saying? Yeah, I can. Hmm. It was like in my old apartment when the guy... Like, do you remember how, like, the bathrooms were kind of connected? Oh, yeah. So... In the first one at that building? Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah. So you could hear him, like, singing in the shower. <laughs> that was fun. He sang a lot of Kesha. I hope he's okay. Because <laughs> we all know Kesha isn't. We're yeah. Boring. I'm also not doing okay. It's fine. Live, laugh, love. <laughs> um... Also, when we were just, like, texting each other ideas, mm -hmm. you said how I always move in the winter. Mm -hmm. That is not true. The last two times I moved has been in the summer. Okay. But when you moved from your duplex to the other apartment, I think it was in February. It was end of January, I believe. Okay. So, yeah. End of January. Pert near. And... It had just snowed. The most snow McCook had seen in a long time yeah. at that point. And I was in college. You were in college. So we started moving. I had to go to class. And then once I got out of class, I told you, I'll just go to the duplex and get... Because I had a pickup at the time. I'll get a pickup load of things and take it over to the apartment. What I didn't consider... Is the fact that these totes had to go from the bottom of the basement of the duplex up like two flights of stairs basically yeah into the new apartment and then up two more flights of stairs if those items needed to be in my in, bedroom in her bedroom so not only was i afraid to slip and bust my butt on the ice and snow it was cold. Yeah, it was cold. And there was a lot of stairs involved. Mm -hmm. It was just not a good time. And the stairs in my duplex were super narrow. Yeah. But thankfully, the only thing from there, really, that we had to take up was my mattress. Mm-hmm. Because my bed frame at the time was the take-apart platform beds. Yeah. So that wasn't too bad. No, nothing was too bad. It was just really awkward to carry the mattress. Yeah. And then getting your mattress, <laughs> like, we got it in the apartment building fine, but getting it up the stairs to your bedroom was, like, a half an hour sport. It was. Because my stairs were really weird. You'd go up, like, three, and then you'd turn right. Yeah. Go up five. No, there's probably, like, ten there. Yeah, there probably was. But anyway, there was, was another small flight of stairs, a little landing, mm -hmm. and then you had, like, a 180 turn on said landing, oh, and then part. back up, and then another 180 turn to go into the bedroom. Yeah. And with, is it like a queen-size mattress or full? It was full at that time. Okay. It was not a good time. No. And it was, like, the memory foam bed in a box that are super heavy. They are heavy, and... They're nice mattresses, but it's really hard to grab a hold of them because they don't they don't like it. No, I think ma all mattresses should come with handles again. Yeah. I used to have a handle with a mattress and I loved it. A handle with a mattress? Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm leaving that in. <laughs> they need to understand how ridiculous we are. Well, welcome to the shit show. Honestly. Hope you brought a snack, because it might be a minute. Yeah. Chastity and I recorded for two hours. Oh, my lord. And I feel like we could do the same exact thing. We definitely could, but we're a little bit on a timeline. We are, sadly. Um, but I kind of want to backtrack a little bit. Okay. And to, like, the whole beginning of Sorry in Advance. Oh, dear. Because I like to think of you as the co-founder. Yeah, I did have... A few of the brain cells behind it. We don't have brain cells, but yes. Oh, Ralph. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph, you don't need caffeine. <laughs> I do. <laughs> Ralph, your tail. <laughs> like, what the heck did you do, Ralph? <laughs> My Coke, my pop was sitting on the corner of the coffee table thinking it was safe. And then old Rao Rao over here, his tail got a little too excited and backed it over. Oh, I'm just not. Huh? I was helping. 
Do you want me to vacuum again? I know how much <laughs> you love the vacuum cleaners. Oh, my gosh. So, the beginning of Sorry in Advance. What came first? What did we call it? Thursdays? Well... I think they were on, like, one of the same day. So, basically... We were both in college at the same time, and... Oh, I know where you're going with this. Yeah. Okay. Our... We... Neither of us had classes on Thursdays, right? Like, you had a lab or something. Maybe we each had one class. Yeah, I think we had, like, a morning class or something. You had a morning class and I had, like, an afternoon class or something like that. Yes. And so, after I got done with my morning class, I would go over to your apartment... Mm -hmm. And we'd hang out till you went to class. And then, if I'm going to be real honest, I usually took a nap while you were in your class. Yeah. And then... I would come home and we would make some ridiculous multi-step homemade meal. Yeah. Like, Which homemade. They, they always turned out super delicious. They did. But it was quite literally an all-afternoon event. Yeah, because the one time we made beef and noodles... <laughs> Yeah, and our first batch of noodles did not fare too well, so we had to try again. Because we have a family cookbook, <laughs> and with my mom's noodle recipe, it literally just says, like, a dozen eggs and In a well flour. of flour. Yeah. There's no like, measurement. We were both like, well, we've never made them before, but this can't be too complicated. So we just dumped as much flour as we thought we needed. Fun fact, it was um too much. Too much. We went through like two dozen eggs that day. Yeah, we had to go to Walmart and get more eggs. I do remember that. Because then we were like, shit, should we just buy some egg noodles? Like, this is getting ridiculous. But it defeated the whole purpose. And we were like, well, we're here for the adventure, not for saving time. Exactly. So, we did it the right way, and it turned out delicious. It did. It was very good. One of my favorite meals that we ever made. Mm-hmm. And then the other day, we... Or the other day, geez Louise. Another time we made runzas. Who's Louise? Me. Mm. Yeah, we did make runzas, and my niece and nephew came over in like the middle of that process. Um, I don't really remember why I went and got them, but I did anyway. I think because they wanted to help make runzas. Yeah, probably. So I brought them over to Delaney's apartment, and we had some extra dough, like little scraps, and so they formed it into a ball and proceeded to throw it at the ceiling. And I had really tall ceilings at this time. Yeah, they were at least like mm -hmm, but I don't even I was going to say 10 to 12 foot tall. Yeah. Like they were very high. Just like her electricity bills. Yeah. R.I.P. That's what I don't miss about that apartment. And the heater that never worked and the air conditioner that never worked. And the fact that Chastity lived in there for like six months during the winter. Mm -hmm. and the heater didn't work a single time. Yeah. I'm glad I never lived there during true winter. Yeah. Because that would have been awful. It would have been, for sure. From our little Thursday food adventures, we decided we were going to open up a food truck and call it Thursdays. Like TJ at, oh gosh. Mm, uh -huh. Nicole talking, take two. <laughs> T-G-I-F- Fridays. Isn't it TGI Fridays? Or TGI Fridays. I don't know. I've honestly never even eaten there. Me neither. But I think that's kind of the source of the idea. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was just an idea. That never happened. No. And we would just talk there for hours. Pointless. Mm. And then we'd try to like we started talking about this. How did we end up here? Well, <laughs> and it was just like, that was kind of our, it was kind of something that like Jake, when he started doing videos, yeah. kind of started it. And then our cooking show. <laughs> oh no, you've got that one. So I'd say like more you, but we had a friend Mm -hmm. who started a videography business mm -hmm. and he was like well I want to start doing a podcast and then we would tell him about our little food truck idea <coughs> and 
we decided we were going to have a cooking show loosely based off of Martha Stewart and Snoop Dogg. Oh. I will let your mind wander. Yes, I do remember that. I forgot about that detail, but yeah. Oh my gosh. That also never happened. No, sadly. But that is kind of where the podcast idea sort of originated. And then we would talk about it. And of course, like, at the same time, Chastity was hanging out with us quite a bit. So then the three of us would brainstorm with our (laughs) singular brain cell. And now Delaney did big girl stuff and here we are. Yeah, her. Yeehaw. You're welcome. Thanks. Um, yeah, so that's kind of like the whole origin of Sorry in Advance. And I think a lot of it came from, as dumb as this sounds, like when we would do those Thursday cooking things, we would have some hilarious conversations. We would. And we're like, gosh, we should be recording this because mm-hmm. somebody else needs to hear it. That's literally what this is. And so, yeah. I'm almost getting to the point where I just want to, like, put a microphone on anyone as soon as they step foot in my apartment. Yes. Be like, here you go. We're going to talk. We can do whatever, but we're going to be talking. (laughs) Because it's just wild. Mm -hmm. Next bullet. Oh, why I call you dad. Oh, God. Well, as Chastity already said, I'm only the dumb one, so... (laughs) I guess that implies that I'm also most responsible. But it also stems from the, Mom, Dad, are we still gonna have Christmas? It does stem from that. (laughs) Uh, yeah. Do you want to tell that? Hmm. I mean, basically... As like, vaguely as you can. Yeah, so, like, there's a group of people in a vehicle. Somebody was fighting about... Not really fighting, but, like, in a disagreement about something. Mm -hmm. And they... I I don't even remember who was in the back. I think it was Jake. Probably. (laughs) Yeah. That's Jake behavior. He goes, Mom? Dad? We still can have Christmas? (laughs) And if you know, like, the full family history of that, it's hilarious. But to an outsider looking in that has no idea, it's probably not as funny. It just seems weird calling my female cousin, who's, like, a year and three quarters-ish older than me, dad. Yeah. (laughs) And her boyfriend, mom. It's fine. Justin likes it. (laughs) Good. Uh... He would be so unimpressed if he came inside right now. <laughs> oh, no, I think he would have fun. I would have to bleep out a lot of what he says. Well, yeah, probably. It's fun. Okay, the dusty boyfriend theory. So, you were confused about this. I'm excited about this. So, basically, the dusty boyfriend theory. This got brought up when Taylor Swift tar- started dating Travis Kelsey. Okay. Mm-hmm. You're in a relationship for a very long time. And it's just, like, an unfulfilling relationship. Mm -hmm. Like, you don't end up getting married. You know, the whole thing. It's, like, a long relationship. Like, over three years. Okay. Right? Yes. Yes. Nicole knows. Yeah. Got it? So then, like, you break up with him and you date, like, the most crusty, dusty man in the world. Okay. Like, kind of almost directly after him. Mm Mm-hmm. And then, after the dusty boyfriend, you meet the love of your life. And the one you marry. Okay, I feel that. I feel personally attacked, but I do feel it. But it makes sense. It does make sense. So now, if Taylor and Travis get married, it really just proves the theory. And it happened with a lot of other celebrities, too. Yeah, I feel like a lot of people go through that. It's just more known with Taylor and Travis. Yeah. Honestly, media, please leave them alone. Honestly... I um, love it just as much as everyone else. Trust me. I but I don't really care either way. But I mean, no one's talking about Sally and Bob down the street that might have the same situation. Exactly. Well, it's just because they both have such big reputations. Like, <laughs> sorry. How dare you? I don't know. 
I'm dying. Um, yeah, no, for sure. Can we also talk about how we ordained my brother? That was my next topic. (laughs) So, normally, when we both lived, kind of, lived, like, around each other, Mm -hmm. it was a thing every Wednesday where we would go to your brother's house and we'd just, like, hang out. Right. And talk and just have a good old fun time. Yeah, it was usually, like, you, me, Justin, sometimes Chastity, Mm -hmm. and... My parents are usually there for a little bit, and then they left before things got too out of pocket. But. Yeah. And I think we need to clarify, Justin is Nicole's boyfriend. Correct. Who is also best friends with my brother. Yes. He's your boyfriend and also your brother's boyfriend. Yeah, they have an odd relationship. <laughs> I'm just here as the cover-up, because secretly they're... S- well, it's not so secret. They're no. still going to get married. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a weird um dynamic it's a fun dynamic i love it and now it's just a running joke that i'm not so sure is still a joke it's not a joke (laughs) can you marry yourself Mm. like can you perform your wedding Mm, i don't know there's something with like going to is it utah or arizona (laughs) Where you only have to have, like, one other person there or something? I think so. In Colorado, you can have your dog be the witness. Yeah, maybe that's what I was thinking of. I don't remember. But, so, every now and then, Nicole and I will FaceTime each other Wednesday nights. Just to, like, kind of continue or have our little weekly chats. Because, okay, and the reason we all hung out on Wednesday night is because Justin is in McCook on Wednesday nights. So would like go out to eat or just make something at frank's house and i'll hang out and then yeah basically that would happen so now that i bug on your forehead nope it was a bug okay well that's unsettling um anyway we'd all be together wednesdays yeah so now that like justin and i live together and i have a big kid job i am at home alone on wednesdays so usually Delaney and I FaceTime. Well, this past Wednesday, mm-hmm. we were on FaceTime. It was Delaney and I and Chastity, and I have been getting some interesting Snapchat videos from Justin of him and Frank being their usual selves, their couple selves. Yes, and so I was like, "Well, this could get interesting." So I added them to the FaceTime, and. Let's just say things got out of hand with less time than a blink of an eye. Yeah. Because what Justin was saying was basically how Frank's going to get ordained and then marry you two. Yeah. With his shirt off. So why I... (laughs) The reason I called, like, added them to the call was because the last Snapchat video that I watched from them was that Justin said, hey... Your brother's going to marry us Saturday, topless, in our front yard. (laughs) And I was like, uh... Okay. Okay? Like, I feel like there's a few more steps we have to go to before we can get to You you skipped a chapter, bud. Yeah. And (laughs) so then, like, we talked for a while, and towards the end of the FaceTime call... We're like, well, Frank's really going to marry us. I guess we better ordain him. Mm-hmm. And so literally less than two minutes, Delaney sends me this certificate. And it says, Frank, you're up and ordained. And I was like, oh, well, there's that. <laughs> so, yeah, my brother's ordained now. So I- all hail St. Francis. <laughs> <laughs> so we were like well what should we call him like father frank pastor frank don't get offended if you're religious yeah this is just we're not trying to make fun of your religion i promise it was it's funnier with the dynamic yes with the entire backstory which we cannot give because i would be banned correct um anyway so my brother's real like got it or like birth name is Francis. And so Delaney goes, What about Saint Francis? And so now my brother is Saint Francis. I think I'm gonna have to call him Saint Francis next time I see him. Yeah. 
And I also, we also had a great Christmas present idea for him. Get one of the prayer candles with his face on it. (laughs) And like, get out, get like, get his certificate printed and like frame it. Yes. We also need to give him like a script of what to say because he won't be able to remember. No. So he's He's going to write it on his hand. He's going to need a poster because he's also half blind. Sorry, Frank. Um, so he's gonna, he's gonna need some guidance. And you have to give him, like, an in-ear monitor. Yeah, be like, okay, repeat after me. He'll say, repeat okay, after Okay, repeat me. after me. Oh my gosh. I'm sorry, Frank. Because he's just, he doesn't listen. No, he won't listen, it's okay. Yeah. He doesn't love us that much. No. Did I tell you? Never mind, I'll tell you off air. Off air? Is this your first time ever being, like, microphone-dub-recorded? Mm. In, like, this kind of... S- well, in this kind of setting, yes. In your home? Yeah. I'm just chilling on my couch. Isn't that so fun, though? It is. Um, I think I did a radio ad for 4-H when I was a young pup. Okay, that makes sense. Because I always tried to get you to come in and record ads for me because I was either losing my voice or just didn't want to deal or wanted to have more voices on air. And you never did. The reason for that is for other reasons, not that I didn't want to be on air. Yeah. Um, but anyway. Super fun. We love to see it. Yeah. We have, like, 21 years of stories, and I can't remember any of them now. No. That one time when I came and stayed with you and your mom in Stratton for two weeks, and we were basically feral. So When aren't we feral is the real question. Yeah, that's a fact. So my dad was at work, and my mom had to go to a different town for two weeks for this, like class she was taking for her job because she's a teacher and it was in the summertime and Delaney's mom was also working she was managing the grocery store in the town at the time and so Delaney and I would basically run free in the town of Stratton which it's not like it was a very big town no 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 it's also a small town and Let's be honest, times were a little bit different, even though it wasn't that long ago. Yeah. Um, it was like 10 years ago. So we would get up and probably have some cereal for breakfast every morning. And then we'd eat lunch of some sort. I vividly remember it being pizza rolls quite frequently. Good. And then we would have to wait an hour before we could go to the swimming pool. And we'd go to the pool for a little bit. And once we got done doing that, we would always find something to bake. Yeah. And that's where things got out of hand. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of a common theme with us that we make something. Yeah. Do you remember the little, little like, pottery wheel? Yeah. That we got? Yeah. That was cute. It was fun. I also have vivid memories from that week when it would be, like, raining. Because this is middle of summer, pretty much. Yeah. It's, like, the quote-unquote rainy season. Mm-hmm. And we were out driving one night, and you were freaking out. Yeah, okay, so I have a very strong fear of storms. And it's gotten better, but it is not resolved. And so, like, if it's just raining, I'm fine. Mm-hmm. But when there's thunder and lightning, I get the spooky scaries, <laughs> and I don't like it. I have a story. <laughs> Oh gosh. When you and Chastity were working together and there was a really big storm in McCook one night and this is when I was like on call basically to do severe weather at the radio station. Mm -hmm. Chastity doesn't like storms either. No. And you were in a nursing home. Yeah. Super windy. Lots of thunder and rain. Like there were tornadoes on the Mm -hmm. little weather or whatever. I don't know what it's called. I can't think of the word right now. The radar. Yes, thank you. And the power went out, and you two were screaming and crying and calling me. And I was on air, and I was like, I would come rescue you, but I'm literally reporting the weather right now. All right. Okay, and to be fair, so... It was also like one in the morning. Yes, it was very 
late in the night, early in the morning, however you want to think of it. And we did not know where a single flashlight that worked in that place was. So we had the flashlights on our phones, but we had no other resource. And we had to go and do checks on every single resident. Like usually we just, because it was like a um, assisted living so it wasn't a pure nursing home. No. And so there were only like a few residents that we would check on on the hourly basis and the rest were very independent. So we had to go check on everyone and some of them were awake and like freaking out. And then we would scare them because we walked in with flashlights. And yeah. I would also be scared if it was, I was just sleeping and two girls came in with flashlights. Just how you doing? Right, and then we didn't know if there was something, like, for the building's sake that we needed to do. We just really didn't know what we were doing. And, I mean, we survived. We're here to tell the story today, but... Barely. Also, you were in Florida, and Chastity was at work at the same place that we had been working together. I was at my house at the time, which was, like, uh, roughly 30 minutes from the place... And there was a situation at Walmart. <gasps> yes. <gasps> yes. Sorry. So many, like, things to talk about just came back to my brain. Yes. Yes. So I had heard about the situation. It was, like, this big deal. Some guy was threatening to essentially blow up Walmart. <laughs> and there's like a large cop presence in the area people were literally camping like across the highway in a different parking lot looking and watching i don't really know why small town nebraska you gotta right. be right there to figure it out yes a bunch of looky-loos not like you could see anything going on in literally. the area but anyway so chastity calls me freaking out because she is at this place of work and oh. yeah alone and she's like, I don't know what to do. Like, we're on lockdown. No one's supposed to come in. No one's supposed to leave. Well, at the time, I was making cookies. <laughs> and I was like, listen, I'll come sit with you since I work there, too. Like, I can come in. Mm -hmm. And um, that way you're not there alone if, like, you have to hide the if residence. Shit, if shit gets so, real. Right. If something, like, really goes down, I'll be with you. So I go in there. And we were, like, having to, again, go door-to-door -to, -door to each resident. And I think there were, like, 25 residents at the time or so. And so they were all asking us questions. We didn't have any, like, good information to give that was, like, true. It was all Facebook hearsay kind of yeah. stuff. So that all went down. And then finally, I don't... They didn't catch... Did they catch the guy that night? I think so. I think they got him that night and nothing happened. It was all fine, but... It was empty threats. Yeah. He... It was... It was something for sure, but... And this happened not even a month, I think, after I went to Florida. Yeah, I think it was like the first part of December, so... So, yeah, just at a month. Right. Um, and the reason this was so funny is because Chastity and I were the McCook crime stoppers or the crime watchers, one or the other. Yes. Because there was one night, some guy that her and I both know had a little too much of the booger sugar or something like that, <laughs> something of the same sense. And he was just like being really creepy out in front of our apartment and screaming. And it was just, it was freaking us out. Mm -hmm. And again, midnight, one in the morning, we didn't know what to do. So we called the cops. Right. And the cops went to the wrong place, but we saw them drive like right by him. So we were like, okay, we're going to put a stop to this. We're going to follow him to make sure like everything's okay. So that started the crime watchers of McCook. And then you, I think, were living at home at the time. Mm -hmm. And you have scanners all over your house. Yes, my dad is obsessed. So my dad, well, both my parents are um, ex-EMTs. Mm -hmm. And so I don't really know if my dad's had them his whole life or what, but he has 
all of like the police and EMS traffic mm-hmm. scanners. So we would like hear something get paged, or Delaney would text me and be like, I hear wee woos. Like, yeah, some old lady fell. There we go. That's normally what was happening. Yeah. But. And it was always me texting you, I hear a wee woo. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. And when I tell you my dad has like an obsession with these, there's one upstairs in the living room, <laughs> there's one downstairs in the living room. He had one in his vehicle that he drove at the time. The man van? The man van. <laughs> um, and then I obviously got my obsession from him. I yeah. also had one in my room. But yeah. he, okay, disclaimer, he got it for me for Christmas. And <laughs> you didn't buy it yourself. Me. Yes, I did not buy it myself. But That's where I draw the line. See, if I were to be gifted a scanner, I'd be like, oh, heck yeah. Yeah. No, and it, but I it is buy one. fun to, like, have one just to kind of hear what's going on. Yeah. And when I first moved down here and started working, it was kind of cool because I work in a hospital. And at the time, I worked on the floor, so we had a scanner to hear, like, the ambulance get paged mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I forgot to bring mom. I was going to bring her in a little pill bottle, and I forgot. Mm. Rats. <laughs> And now I still work at the same hospital, but not in the same department. Mm -hmm. So I don't get to hear any scanner activity anymore, which is fine. I survive. I think having a scanner would be really fun in Lincoln. Oh, God. I was telling Chastity how I think it would be fun to have season two, sorry in advance, with video. (laughs) I think that's a bad idea. But the first episode, we asked three together. And maybe... Like, being recorded by camera wouldn't be so bad if there was a group of people and it wasn't just me standing in front of it. Because when I had to do the interview for nursing school Mm -hmm. at graduation, I looked like a total goober. What interview? The TV. It was on live television. I know nothing about this. Oh my gosh, I'll show you later. It is horrendous. Like, literally awful. But also, it's different because that was literally me standing behind a camera asking you questions about your job. But this, if we were to, like, record it, it would just be, like, a camera sitting over on the wall. Yeah, it would be way less... I don't I don't want to say intimidating because I wasn't intimidated to do that, but... But it is intimidating. I don't know. It's not like no one's going to see... I mean, okay. See, I'm... Take two. <laughs> nobody's gonna see that yeah no i know that it's fine but we should talk about what you do for your work Uh, yeah so i'm a nurse at the specialty clinic um look her up if you need help (laughs) or don't because i don't know how to talk so i don't know how to be a nurse no i'm just kidding you're doing good now i'm fine now that was just when there was a camera in front of my face. Um, anyway, I work at the specialty clinic. We see lots of patients every day, 40 or so, most commonly with our orthopedic department anyway. And then with our normal doctors, there's usually anywhere from like 10 to 30 is the average range i guess we you are like um no take two the doctors that come to the specialty clinic include cardiologists nephrologists pulmonologists like we have a sleep health doctor um what's nephrology it's for your kidneys okay i was thinking it was for pain but that's another thing i'm thinking of like a painologist. <laughs> I think that's just what you call someone who's a pain in your butt. A painologist. Me? No. Oh. Thank you. It's <laughs> the nicest thing you've ever said to me. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I'm sure pain doctors have a real name, but I we always refer them to like a pain management doctor. Okay. I'm gonna Google it. And there is, we do have one of those, but they don't come into the specialty clinic. They just do epidurals and stuff in, like, the surgery department. And then... Look how I spelled management. Oh, 
<laughs> I spelled it M-A-M-A-H-E-M-E-M-T. Close, but no. <laughs> we have a bunch of other doctors. They're just not coming to my mind right now. But basically, I primarily work with the orthopedics. So we've partnered with a big ortho clinic from a different town. And they fly out to see us and see patients every week. On Mondays, they do surgery. And then Tuesdays, they have a clinic day. And those days are crazy. And you just recently took your first flight. I did take my first flight. I flew privately, just like the doctors would when they come to see us. <laughs> it was an opportunity that just kind of landed in my lap. I can yeah. say no. No, it's a once in a lifetime. <laughs> it's, a, it's really not once in a lifetime. No, because I'm pretty sure I'm going back very soon. It's fine. Um, so, yeah, me and um, our nurse practitioner, shout out Ben. We love you. Love you, Ben. Um, he took me on my first flight. Well, he didn't fly the plane. I don't think that would be very safe. It would have been fun. Um, <laughs> no, we would have ended up crashed like the um, plane in McCook. <laughs> that was Just so funny. Straight into a tree. <laughs> I don't think I would refer to that as funny. No, it's only funny because you were taking, like, your first flight that day. Yeah, the same day I take my first flight, I see that a plane has crashed in my hometown. And it's about the same size plane, too. Well, ours is a little bit bigger. That one was pretty small. It yeah. probably was only, like, a four-seater. Our seat's eight. Anyway, we flew out to Salina is where their clinic is, and... I got to work with their nurses and some of the other docs that don't fly to our clinic on a weekly basis, and we had a good time. We After work, we went and got some drinks with the administrator of the clinic, and yeah. Just, the next day, we did the same thing at the office, just kind of followed, and they taught me the ways, and then we flew home. Nice. And the flight... Like, the flight there was really good. It was super smooth. It was really early in the morning. And then the flight home was a little bit more sketch. And I think it was normal. But I've never been in a plane before. Yeah, so you don't know what normal is, really. Yeah, and the only difference is when we took off and landed, it was way more bumpy. And we did have a different pilot the second day. So that could have been some of it, but... I'm sure he's a great pilot. I mean, we got from point A to point B and didn't crash, so. That yeah, good. that's all that really matters. Ben took a picture of me, because on the way back, he sat up there with the pilot, and there's a picture, and I just look scared to death. Like, yeah, literally terrified. You look depressed. <laughs> I don't, I look more than depressed. I look like my life is flashing. You're about to shit your bridges. <laughs> For sure. I did not. We were fine. Oh, man. I wonder if Brayden turned off his location for Darla, too. Mm, well, I mean, she's probably tucked into bed by now. It's almost 11. But tomorrow, don't you think she might, like, notice? That everyone's location are, is off? That everyone's near her if they didn't turn it off. Well, he hasn't opened my Snapchat, or I'd Snapchat him again and be like, yo, turn your location off. I'll send him a text. Nope, this is just reminding me of when we came to Surprise, or when I came to Surprise Chastity. Oh my gosh, that, that was so, so fun. fun. Not you casually hanging out in a window well, and me trying to record it, and Chastity's freaking out. Chastity and I talked about this in the last podcast. I honestly don't know if it made it in or not. It. You guys briefly talked about it, but not like the extent of how <laughs> the scaring and surprising went. Well, and also, like, a little bit of backstory for it. Whenever... None of us really like haunted houses. Mm -mm. But whenever we go to a haunted house, we always push you in the front. Yeah, it's not my idea to go to this haunted house. No, it's normally Chastity's. And we... So they convinced me to go the most recent time, because we went two years in a row, didn't we? I think so. Yeah, so... It was last year. We were at my brother's house again, which seems to be a common denominator. It really is. And... The hangout spot. Yes. So we decided to go to this haunted house, and it's not 
like a permanent fixture. It's just this thing that they set up in one of the community buildings at the fairgrounds. <laughs> and so we go in and like people are screaming all this. I'm like, this seems like a bad idea. This is not good. And so we get in, we like pay to go through and whatnot. We're going through and like the very, it was towards the beginning. This chick that was like one of the scare people comes up to me and is like all up on me. Like yeah. trying to freak me out. I'm like, uh-uh, you step away. Like, don't touch me. Don't do anything. And so after that, I was like, this is not okay. So fast forward towards <laughs> like the end of this haunted house after I've been pushed through to be the <laughs> guinea pig of all the scares. Okay, when we like first start out, I'm kind of leading the pack. Yeah, that is true. And then about halfway through, <laughs> you just take charge. Yeah, well, I just think it's because I want to get the heck out of there. <laughs> and I was, like, determined to find my way out. And they did have a guinea pig outlet. And I really wanted to take it, but I knew that wouldn't be the fun in it. No. So anyway, like, towards the end of this thing... There's a tunnel that you have to crawl through. Oh my god, I forgot about the tunnel. Inside the tunnel, there are snakes in cages. Yeah. And you don't see the snake until you are right there. Yeah, you're looking it in the eyes and that's when you're like, oh, that's a snake. Yeah, so that was a big mental block for me. <laughs> I hate snakes. So I literally got down on my hands and knees and scurried across as fast as I could without opening my eyeballs. Yeah. And I thought we were going to lose chastity at that point. I did too, because just before that, they had the trypophobia mm. thing, which she has. And there was a safe word, and it was, I'm done or something. And she just kept screaming it. And the scares were both got out of character so quick. And I was just like, no, she's going through. <laughs> We've made okay. it this far. She'll just be fine. <laughs> Don't listen to her. Yeah. No, it was... At the end of it, we did have fun. Uh -huh. But during it... Not so much. No, we didn't have fun. And then they, like, kick you out towards the back end of the building. And so you have to walk around the building in the dark. And I was so... That's the scariest part. I don't know if it's the scariest, but it was intimidating because everything was a jump scare. Like, the weed moved an inch and you're like... Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was... Yeah. Was it the first or the second year they, like, chased you out with a chainsaw? Do you remember that? Am I envisioning things? No, I do remember that. I don't, I don't remember what, I think it was the first one. I don't think the second one had the chainsaw. No. But I did go through a haunted house with one of my friends in Denver. And. You have friends in Denver? No. Her dad took us to Elitchis. And we were there, like, during this time of year. Well, probably before Halloween. But yeah. anyway, um, we go through this haunted house. And they literally, we were seriously stuck in, like, it was just a boarded up box. And there were several doors. But mo only one of them actually opened. And they were physically chasing you with a chainsaw. Okay, no. Yeah. Until you found the right door to get out. Mm -hmm. I was terrified. I told myself after that I was never getting in another haunted house in my life. And I did. Two Twice. years in a row. But also, escape rooms. We were pretty good at that one. We did do good at that. Didn't we finish it with like 45 seconds left? Yeah. I was but proud we got of us. Out. And it was a scary one. It was scary, but it wasn't... It wasn't like people jumping out at you. Yeah. It was just like... The vibe was a little freaky, but... Yeah, it was freaky-deaky. And then, like, the people who own or ran the um, escape room, they came, like, halfway through and banged... <laughs> or, like, they banged on the door. Yeah, I forgot about that. And we're like, okay, you can, you can stop that. Yeah, I remember screaming at that. Mm-hmm. And then when... Becca and Ellie were in McCook for my birthday. Oh, yeah. We did another escape room. And it wasn't a scary one. But we're just funny people. Uh -huh. Like, honestly, that sounds really conceited. But just, like, I think we have really good comedic timing. And we're sarcastic as hell. Mm -hmm. So 
that helped. And the gal who was working it that night was, this was the funniest group I've ever, like, led through a escape room. <laughs> was that the Harry Potter one? No, that was, like, a Indiana Jones type one. Oh. Um, I never did the Harry Potter one. I didn't either. No, it's I fun. only went once. Yeah. That was a really fun night. We got drunk and then went bowling. And then we did the escape room. Fantastic. I want to go to the axe house. I do too. I'm terrible at throwing axes, but... I've never even tried it. I'm not good at throwing things, so I can't imagine I'd be good at throwing axes. Yeah. Probably not, but it'd be fun. It would be fun. And even if, like, we're not good at it, it's the vibes. <laughs> yeah. It's like top golf. Yeah. Justin and I did top golf when we went to Nashville in August. Um... One of the first nights we were there, we were just looking for something to do that we can't do at home because, well, we live in a town with a population of, like, 23. Yeah. I took Delaney to see our post office today. It's so cute and tidy. It's so small. We have to put a combination in our little post box to get it the mail out. Yeah, it's like the old, old school ones. It's great. I love it. We have a parcel box and everything. Um, but anyway, we went to Top Golf and neither of us I mean I've golfed before, but it wasn't like super Good. serious and I think I lost more balls than I hit in a straight line. But at Top Golf it doesn't matter where you hit the ball. You just go up there and smack it. Uh huh. Cause... And they bring you food and mm -hmm. beer. Oh, I have a story about that. So for Neely's bachelorette party, uh -huh. we went to Omaha. We stayed in an Airbnb and like went around and we did stuff around town and we did top golf too. I was so good at top golf. I won one of the games. Oh heck yeah. And I don't know how because I've never been golfing. Like until then I'd never held a golf club in my life. But it was like the night before at the Airbnb or the night after Top Golf, I really don't remember. We were all sitting down to watch a movie and we made popcorn. Mm -hmm. And I was like being myself in the kitchen, making jokes, whatever. And just like wandering about the Airbnb because it was a really pretty house. And there were, I don't know, seven of us. And I think six wanted popcorn and I was one of them. Mm -hmm. And they made five bowls of popcorn. Er, no, they made six bowls of popcorn. Uh -huh. And then the one gal who was like, oh, no, I don't want any, ended up getting a bowl. And they didn't get me a bowl. Uh -huh. So I forgot about. Oh, no. <laughs> and then at Top Golf, we had all ordered food. And I'm pretty sure every one of us ordered chicken strips. Because, duh. They have super good nachos. I wanted to try those. But I'm a firm believer that you can judge a restaurant based off of only their chicken strips and ranch. Okay, that's a fact. So, of course, every time I go to a new place, I get chicken strips. And they forgot to bring my food. And they also forgot to take my order. Well, that's sad. I was forgot about three different times on that trip and it hurt. Mm. Apparently, I'm really forgettable. I don't think that's true. I don't either. <laughs> oh, my gosh. But on that trip, I was. <laughs> no, I'm so excited for tomorrow. I hope Darla has no idea. I hope so, too. I was going to text Courtney and see if it was kid-friendly, but I don't know. Oh, yeah. I mean, on one hand, I know Darla would love to meet the boys. Mm -hmm. But on the other hand, it's going to be at like seven o'clock at night. I know. You bet your sweet bippy people are going to be drunk. Oh, for sure. So I don't think it's as kid friendly as you'd like. Yeah, probably not. I mean, I feel like we'll probably make an appearance, but I don't know that we'll stay super long. I really just love coming home. It's great. I love Darla's house. Yeah, she does have a nice house. And I like to think I did most of my growing there, like, yeah. as a human. Yeah, like, definitely adulthood. Yeah, even though I literally lived there for nine months. Yeah. If that, because I moved in November 2019 and moved out end of June 2020. Yeah. So I did not live there very long. Yeah, it's crazy to think that the town I live in is smaller than that town. Yeah. That's insane. Because, like, well, growing up, I was like, oh, my gosh, this town is so small. Because McCook was only, like, 10 miles away from my house, like, that I grew up in. And so it was weird to go down there and there was nothing. Well, I mean, yeah. at that time, there was more. They had the restaurant, restaurant. and stuff open, but... That was it. Mm -hmm. I still think it would be funny if we, like, recreated our childhood photos mm -hmm. out there. Yeah, because the equipment's the same. Mm-hmm. Like, fine. They really are. But, oh my goodness. A lot of wacky memories in that town. 
Okay, everyone, thank you so much for listening to another episode of Sorry in Advance. This episode is going to have to be a two-parter because there's still another probably hour worth of audio with so much more to cover. So be sure to tune in next week for Nicole Part 2. You can find us anywhere you get your podcasts, Apple, Spotify, Amazon, and also over on knu.unl.edu. We'll be back next week with some more great family trauma for you all. Have a wonderful rest of your day, rest of your morning, and stay safe.